You alive? I'm living. Did you get your test results yet? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, negative. Maybe too. Again, second one? Yep. Yeah, those test results came in quickly. I was surprised. Yeah. It said three to four days, and it was like two days. Yeah. It wasn't much fun doing the test. <laughs> My, the first time when I went to the city to do it, they, they did it themselves. You know, they stuck the thing up your nose yeah. just, one, just on one side. And having to do it yourself on both, in both nostrils was a little bit, a bit much. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah the, the CVS one, I, I, I like the CVS one better because you can, it, it, it seems like you don't have to go all the way to the back of your fucking skull. Yeah. There he is. Hello. Is it, you, you, is it winter over there? Winter in the Heights? What the fuck? It's out outside, dude. It's cold outside. Is it really? It's Maybe it's cold outside. outside. It's the rapey song. <laughs> oh. Black, Blackwater Draw coffee mug, by the way. Blackwater oh, nice. Draw, friends of ours up, up, up there in uh, College Station, Brian. Sweet. Ah. Good looking mug. Man, wish we had some. Checks the mail. They're, they're, apparently they're, they're on the way. Yeah. Uh, uh, Eric, is there any, uh, any, any movement on the Continental or is that? I haven't heard word one. And the last thing I heard was they just weren't going to open. Oh, at all. But that's not confirmed. That's not confirmed by anybody. Yeah. But Alan, but Alan Hill, because I was asking him about it. And apparently they got the green light from TABC and then the green light was turned to red. And I'm not sure if they're going to proceed or what the situation is. Yeah, it sounds like they're going to uh, – so it sounds like they're just trying to, to squeeze every penny out of these, these fucking bars before they, you know, because uh, that's what – I talked to Pete right after we finished the recording, and uh, yeah, he, he, said, he said, yeah, they, everything was a go, and then they shut them down, and he said, I'm, I'm, I'm not paying any more money because that's what they keep asking for. So, yeah, it's a grift. It's another it's, – uh, it, tis, the, tis the, the year of the grift. Mm. Kidding. So it's all TABC thing. It's not the city. I don't think it's the city. I think it's TABC. I, I definitely, I de- it's definitely TABC because the city okay. has no control over whether your bar opens or closes. That's basically a, a, a statewide right. thing because the you know licenses are all given through the state. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, he was given. He was told he could open, and then I know. And then, and then, for whatever reason, they changed their mind. So. Should we see if Jeff wants to move to the to the new potato gig, and we'll just do that one? Sure, why not? Yeah, I mean we're still on for that if you know if everybody's up to it. Well, what day is that? Yeah, it's the Friday after Thanksgiving. Like the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. There's no Ian potato, by the way. I hate to pull a pull a Dan Quayle on you, but uh, unless they have an E in their name, potato like the foot. Yeah. <laughs> look who made look who made the podcast. Ring delicious, Ringo. They're calling your name, bro. He's got he, he's got so he's got bitches on his mind. Yes, he does. <laughs> Even though he can't, uh, you know. So he can't. Uh, it's fine. Chad, what are you drinking in that fancy cup? Cranberry juice. Ooh, guess we new bass player. <laughs> uh, why? Why not? I don't know. I don't just. It's not something that you hear every day. Yeah, nobody drinks cranberry or. Yeah. I started drink, craving a lot of weird stuff while I was sick. Are you pregnant again? Yeah, yeah I might be. So you, so you were sick this last couple of weeks, Chad? Were you, uh, yeah. were you flu in it? Did you fly in with your flu? Apparently, yeah. Didn't get a flu test, but I, I don't know what else it could be. 
Um, but I've been. Did you, get a, did you, you got a COVID test and shit. Yeah, I've been tested for COVID twice now, and it was negative both times. So I think that pretty much settles it. So yeah, I, I got I tested was, on Friday. You did? Negative. I got tested too, negatively as well. Yeah. So they asked me not to come back. I was really negative. I said, you, you know, you 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 do what you're good at. So they, they don't want to. They don't, they don't want to see the inside of your mouth anytime soon. Well, that's that was part of the reason too. I I I have a new way of of testing, and they didn't like that. Said we can't use any of this gear anymore. Uh, so where are we at today, Chad? What episode is this? <laughs> this is episode number ninety-four. Epicast ninety-four. Okay. We got to plant something big for the big one hundred. Whenever that's going to be, probably right around Xmas time. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we should get Nick, Nickel. Yeah. Hang on. There we go. He wanted to get up here. So. Hey. There's Ringo. Made a. Yeah, you say he wants to get up there, but we don't speak Ringo. The, Nobody does. Yeah, he's protesting right now. He's just he's just getting comfy. Okay, he's getting all he's getting all comfy. There you go. There he goes. So what's what are we talking about today? I don't know. Well, uh, so so we so we're we're up in the air about the Continental Show. So uh, if not, do you, want me to, do you want me to text him and ask him? Because yeah, 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 yeah. Hit him up with the text. We'll just see what you know. Okay, so everybody's everybody's negative. Everybody's testing, and then uh, uh, and so we talked to um, I talked to Eamon from Molly's, and I talked to Chris from uh, Blackwater. Just uh, ch- uh, checked in and say hello. They they seem to be doing all right. They're you know trying to hold it together. And um, we were you, you heard us talk about the Continental Show. We were booked for the Continental Club, and they were scheduled to open. Everything was set to go. And then uh, TABC pulled the rug out again. Looks like they're trying to squeeze more money out of these bars that have been closed since March. We're, we're, we're as in the dark as everybody at this point. And uh, I tell you something, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we had all this recording to do over this time. I don't know if I'd, uh, if I'd have, you know, gone and shot up a, you know, heroin or a school or something. I, heroin school. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't know if I'm cut out to, to, to sit still very long. What did we record? What have, what have we done so far? What's, the, what's going on with this whole recording thing we keep talking about? I think, we, I think we got a single. I think we got a Christmas single coming out. I like the sound of that. Yeah. I, and I like the sound of it when I heard it. Yeah. I like the sound of the, the, the young lady that we have singing on it. My, my partner in crime, Leslie mm-hmm. Dehaven. Yeah. Five years, five, apparently uh, five years today, we started dating. Really? There you go. Yeah. On Monday the 23rd, we started dating back in 2015. You're so, uh, well, congratulations on that. Thanks. Very, very fond of her. And yep. no idea what an incredible voice she has. She had a really good time singing that. She, she had a lot of fun. And when I replayed her, the, the, the link that you sent me, uh, me and Chad, she, she was like, okay, that's, that's actually really good. You know, we're all our own, you know, worst or best critics. And she was like, no, that really came out good. So she enjoyed it. A lot of fun. Well, so, so what we're, what we're talking about, uh, Slappercast land is we're, uh, we recorded a cover of the Pogues, uh, fairy tale, New York. Uh, never, never liked the song, uh, uh, never liked to perform the song. Uh, for for many different reasons, but also it's um, Kirsten McCall, the female lead on the song, is 
uh, was an incredible, incredible, incredible voice. And just, she just had a presence. There was a, there was something about that recording her, the way that she, uh, the way that she captured that moment, that, that song and owned it. And, and, and I'm, I'm not just saying this because uh, I'm trying to get invited to your Christmas party, Eric. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I just don't like the way anybody sang it. And you, uh, you and Leslie, uh, over a few glasses of wine one night, had, were messing around. You sent me a, a, a snippet, just a recording of her. That's what a recording looks like there, kids. Um, Universal symbol for the Yeah. <laughs> And, and and I literally had the hair on my arm stand up. So it was, it was, uh, I said, yeah, let's do it. So we, we uh, went in the studio, went BB Gun Studios as usual. And, uh, and, and we recorded it and we had a glockenspiel performance by uh, young master Hughes. Yeah, I'm, man. I'm still, I'm still impressed. I'm still impressed by that. Those, those four years of college finally paying off. <laughs> So just, and for, for those listening at home, you know, we went in and he's just going, gah, 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 you know, so we, 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 you know, we, we, you know, we calmed him down a little bit and we got him to actually play, but it sounds really, really good. It's it fun. It was fun. It was fun to do. So anyway, so the song was ready and we're having over with that uh, Christopher Longwood. He uh, the, the, was the main man for many years over at Sugar Hill. And uh, so he's mastering it right now. And uh, so we're going to have a, you know, so all, all our Patreon listeners are going to have a, a recording here. Uh, pretty soon yeah it was just really really fun to do and not a not a typical song that that i would have ever thought that we would have covered for, and, and especially the arrangement too it was not what i was not what and of course jeff duncan came in and did an amazing job on the fiddle and um you know just uh really we, we really put a lot of you know they're <laughs> getting uh talking to paul bb and go man there's a lot of shit on here <laughs> We got, you know, you had to sift through a lot. We put a lot of layers on it. So hopefully, hopefully you, you, you all will enjoy it. Just in time for the holidays. Yep. I'm in the process of uh, actually got two other Christmas songs and uh, working on, hopefully we're going to have them ready for the next show. We're going to have a second Christmas single. Yeah. It's already done. I mean, the the song is already done, unfortunately, because we have, we haven't, we haven't seen each other. Yeah. We haven't had a chance to. When is the record record coming out? Uh, we're still mixing. Paul has uh, got uh, some engagements over the Thanksgiving, this Thanksgiving week that we're in. So, uh, but it should be full steam ahead once we get back. So I'm hoping that we'll be mastering within uh, two weeks from today, November 23rd. I'm just hoping that the drums get turned up. That's all I want. I didn't know you wanted the drums on there. And note to self, um, take hand clap off replace with drums okay and we, we did get a couple of mixes we did get a couple of mixes from paul from some of the from some of the tracks off the record and uh and they sounded they sounded really good he, he, he mixed them really well but we like eric said we want to we want to up the drums and in, in, in them and it, it a, a lot of times uh, you know th- these records come out like we, we we complained about it many many times uh, uh, about other artists recordings being very very uh very top heavy or uh very you know poppy sounding like a pop record sound and we don't have you know we we, we tend to drift in through so many different genres that we it's it's hard to pinpoint you know so it's hard for paul to say where and when 
you, you know, the song becomes a rock song or it becomes, you know, slightly folky or country or whatever it is. So we have a, we, we just have that little uh, language gap with Paul that we need to just sew up. And, and it really won't take long at all because, you know, the, 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 the wonderful thing about working with Paul is he knows our live show and he also knows our, you know, <laughs> intimately now knows our, you know, our process for putting this stuff together. So. And, and anybody done anything fun, Eric? You go out of town at all? Do you go see anybody? Or, no? Yeah. Uh, I went to the store. That's about you, it. Okay. No, I didn't really do anything except go to the store occasionally. I felt like What's you, Patrick? Where you been? Great. I've been here. I've been I actually worked out in the garden yesterday. I went over <laughs> and I just, just uh, you know, we haven't had rain for I don't know how long. So it's just about my, my, my um, allergy has gone crazy today. But uh, the, yeah, the the I've been I've been working on I've been working on songs. Just uh, I I think we're gonna have to record a new record right after this one gets done because I've just I just good just nonstop just nonstop. Um, I had to get a bass because I'd uh, we left my other bass in Ireland so we don't have to travel with one, and right. uh, so I picked up a real cheap bass. I've been I've been just doing these, these, these new song ideas. And it's just every, you know, it's, th- th- there's nothing more uh, depressing than a band that records every single idea, Rolling Stones, uh, every single idea they've ever had. And just, <laughs> you know, I've just been on this, this loop of just songwriting or just ideas and stuff like that. And I, ha- I have to, and I'm limited because I have a drum, I, I have a drum machine on the, on the recording thing that I have. And, uh, and it really, it, it, it it's, it's, uh, it's just a, it's just a, 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 a bastard versions of the other drum beat that you have. So it really is. There, there's not a lot of, although there's a hundred pages of drum. I'm sure I could manipulate them if I would open a manual, but I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to read a manual. So I'm, I'm left with these factory settings of drum loops, and essentially it's the same thing. You know, it's a swing version of a heavy rock beat or a reggae version of a pop beat or something. So there's no, you know. So I'm, I'm limited in, in, in what I can do, and I'm always trying to, to, to feel what, it will, what the song will play like in front, you know, you know, if we ever get out and play again. And, and, and reading, I've, I've taken up reading. So I've, I say I won't read a manual, that's true, but I, I've, I've been reading a ton of books. So. Cool. Um, yes, trying to, trying to stay busy, trying to, trying to get to, just like I say, I'm trying not to, to go out and just start slapping people. I'm just, I'm through. I'm done. Gotta get out. No, no, nobody picked up any new hobbies. No drugs. You know, I mean, I got new drum heads uh, today that just came in, and That's I ordered some sticks the other day. So that exciting. So I have new stuff coming in, but just gotta, you know. I mean, I can play here. I can put them, you know, change the heads and beat on the drums here, but it doesn't quite. Uh, you know, didn't quite fulfill the need of playing live, of course. Yeah. Singing to you, Chad, the other day, I had a nice uh, email exchange with Pat Mastelato. Oh, I yeah. Worked for um, Mr. Mister, XTC, of course, now King King Crimson. He presented at, uh, at uh, the drum convention that we had a couple weeks ago, and he sent me a track. I'll send it to you guys if you want to hear it. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty cool multi-layered thing. It's just ridiculous sounding, but... Um, not a pop song, just a, like a seven-minute, like, crazy thing. Yeah, cool. I saw him. He, he was touring with Adrian Blue once 
I think it was when he was at the, what, the Aerial Theater or Verizon Wireless, whatever it was called at the time. Uh, Eric Johnson. It was a, du- a dual bill with Eric Johnson and Andrew Ballou. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, no, I'm not an Eric Johnson fan. I don't know much about his stuff, but I think I recognize maybe one or two of his songs when he played. I don't know if I recognize any of Eric Johnson's songs, but I must, some friends of mine have played for him, played drums for him. So, yeah, that's that's exciting and new. Yeah, I have the I have the record, the Eric Johnson record with Cliffs of Dover on. That was a big deal when it came out, and uh, the rest of the stuff was. V- I actually have two CDs. I've uh, uh, and uh, both are very very. I, I, I'm just kind of boring. Kind of, you know, great great player, great player, nice tone, but. Eric um, Eric Johnson Eric Johnson or Joe Satriani buy or sell uh, sell both <laughs> sell both uh, Satri- there you go. yeah Satriani Satriani I I I don't even think he could do a soundtrack to a you know to a you know well, actually I better not even say that but uh, uh, <laughs> he just you know an incredible player but it just I've I've never heard anything that's that that that, that stayed with me it was just just a, yeah watery you know note filled you know I've, I've just i've been on a kick too of of watching every single eddie van halen related you know thing i i still still can't let that go but what people miss about eddie's playing is yes there was a million notes on top of it but the stuff underneath it the stuff that he wrote the stuff that he composed and built on uh you know just just stag- mind-blowing you know, and then and then and Eric Johnson's stuff was good, and Satriani's stuff was good. To, you know, a lot of notes on there, but it just seemed that there was nothing under it. Everything was, you know, you could put a Casio keyboard under everything that they, you know, samba, you know, and play over it, and it's you know get the same, you know. But I love those. I, I love those Casio keyboard drum uh, mach- drum set sounds too. Like yeah, you just said, like the here's the bossa nova. Here's the samba. Same thing, but slightly faster. Yeah. So, and the thing, and the thing about this, so the thing about Eddie Van Halen too. I know we keep coming back to him, obviously, because he's just he's just he's still recent to us that he passed away. But you know, in all those years, he never really had the uh, the ego to put out a solo record. You know, he didn't put out like you know, like Eric Johnson. Here's my solo guitar record. It's not like there's an, as, there's not an Eddie Van Halen solo album out there, is there? Of him just playing solo guitar shit. No, and and yeah. he really, he really only stepped out of Van Halen a few times, you know, for the Michael Jackson thing, and he did, you know, he played on the, uh, you know, he he did he did a couple of things, but uh, Alex had never never played with anybody, just right, and 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 Eddie always said, if I'm in a band, it's going to be Alex back there. That's it. He, he always said that, and you know, so I was watching the Wolfgang Van Halen interviews, um, and he's talking about. You know, he t- he said that you know Alex is doing well, you know as well as can be expected. But um, you know, he and Alex now are going to be the, the 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 tour guides, if you will, for for the music that will be released, if any, you know, later. But yeah, just just they, they lived and breathed the, their 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 music. Their you know they 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 wrote and they performed as a band, and they. Like you said, I, I, yeah, it must be so tempting to go off and do a, or, or it, it must be so tempting if you're 
and Eric Johnson or, or, or whoever, you know, has to go out and do their, so, cause I, you know, I've written songs that are not going to be performed in blackguards. They're not, you know, they're not, uh, but it's, it's not for, it's just, you have to get that. And this is what I've realized. And this is what this, these last few months have taught me. It's not, it's not a case of, uh, you, you have to get that stuff out of you. You have to get that music out to, 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 to make way for the next one. That's what I, 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 that's how I've been doing it. Cause otherwise you, you end up the, these, these songs kind of become entwined in, in, in each other. And then, and it's just, just, it's a mush. It's or, or thin or too much or, you know, so. Yeah. And, uh, it's a little, little, little glimmer of light in there. Mm. You're not ready to start Patrick Devlin and the Devtones? Yeah. For all your non-blaggard stuff? Been done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, well, the, 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 the non-blaggard stuff is, it, I don't even know. I, I, you know, I mean, I, I'll, I'll probably steal from it, mm. you know, when in need, but uh, I'm not going, it's not going to be a, uh, no, there's not going to be a Gregorian chant. Wow, actually, that sounds like a pretty good idea. Yeah. I mean, the last one sold like how many bazillion copies? So make a new one. Yeah. We'll just get a, we'll get a, we'll just get a bunch of pictures of Chad in a robe and we'll just like fucking, you know, Photoshop that shit and put it out there. Just say it's the, it's the Chad Orian chants. That's the title of his solo record. <laughs> yeah, why not? Hey, so I just got a text from Pete, and he says, no go for the show, maybe one day. So there is no Continental happening this week. All right. That's really looking forward to that. I think everybody's looking forward to that. I mean, not just us, but everyone. So, Chad, all the, all the symptoms subside? Yeah, pretty much. I'm still kind of woozy right now. But the fever, fever was the main thing. The fever was the main thing I was waiting to, to break, and it finally did a couple of days ago. It wasn't even a particularly bad fever. It just it wouldn't go away. Like a, a lot of times, it wouldn't even respond to Tylenol or anything. I don't think I'd be standing here right now if I was still feverish. I, I had a nice uh, email from Brian Reeves today up in College Station. He, yeah, yeah. he's uh, he's che- checking on all of us. Uh, Saint Brian. He's uh, I don't know if anybody knows, but uh, Brian used to uh, he used to teach Tyson how to throw a punch and. He's uh, he's done pretty well. So Brian, thank you for checking in. Yeah. So so we'll, well, I guess we'll, we'll we'll check and see if uh, if um, Jeff will switch days, and maybe we'll do a live stream from the. Yeah, we'll see see if that works. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for getting that uh, info, Eric. That's good to know. Yes, sir. Yep. Unfortunately, unfortunately for Pete, uh, I just can't. You know, of course we're you know we're all in the same boat, but it just it, it just it, if. You know, you just feel so bad for these people that have, you know, you know, we can go out and, you know, play on top of a roof somewhere or, you know, these, these guys don't have, you know, there's no, you know, Pete's working a full-time job right now. You know, he's, he's just, nah. But he's still hanging in there, which is a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't shuttered his doors. I've already heard a bunch of clubs in Austin have already kind of closed up i can't tell you which one i don't know off the top of my head but i talked to some friends up there about what's going on and they're like yeah this is closed this is closed this is not going to open so it's crazy bad times hopefully uh the regime change we'll get some good news and start forging ahead and get next year and get get cleaned up for next year yeah yeah but that's i mean that's uh, that's all we have right now 
That's all we got. And then, um, uh, and then, so I guess, and then moving forward, then in December we have timeout three. And uh, um, oh, I, I meant to ask you uh, back. So, so how did the uh, percussion, percussive arts? How did the whole thing go? It went very well. It was uh, it was ex- exceptional um, work by the, the the staff and the and the and the crew up there in Indianapolis. That's where the home base is, and they all had five or six, you know, computers going at once. And which means that there was four or five things going on every hour. So like at one o'clock, you'd have a timpani thing on this feed. And, and, and most of it was all pre-recorded. So it was basically them just kind of lining things up. And at, at one o'clock, things start. Um, David Garibaldi, drummer for Tower of Power, he wanted to do his live. So that was kind of a, a challenge because when you logged on to it, he was on mute, so you had to unmute. I mean, he wasn't on mute, but your screen would be on mute, so you had to unmute it. And there was like a lot of, and I was basically the hall monitor for all the chat, for all the for all the drum set stuff. So I just basically was on there, making sure there was no jackasses in the chat room. And so I had to say, put your mouse over your screen, unmute about five or six times during his thing. But that was so people just. Wait, could you fix your microphone again? It's oh, sorry. Call, my, my call's in the way. There we go. That's, oh, that's what he's looking for. He's just looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, I, I, so, so I only watch the drum set stuff, but I know that um, from hearing about everything else, everything else went off without a hitch and uh, just was really, really well done. And I know that Modern Drummer did a thing over the summer where they basically had like, just guys playing drum solos for like 10 minutes at a time. And then it would click to another one. And I heard that that one wasn't quite, well, didn't go very well. Like you'd be playing all of a sudden it would cut. And then the next one would show up. It's just like, come on, you guys. And then Drumhead magazine did one this weekend. But again, I think it was just guys playing drum solos. We actually had an educational component to ours. Like the person would do a solo or whatever, and then talk about it. Or like Will Calhoun for living color he had sent his in, but he was in the chat room. So you could ask Will a question in the chat wow. and he would say, Hey Patrick, how's it going? Yeah. So the reason why I do this is because of whatever. So that was cool. Like, I think everybody, I think all the drummers showed up um, to be in the chat room to, to, for people to ask questions to. So it was really, really well done. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. Excellent. And, and I, yeah. I've asked this before and forgive me, I'm spacing. Uh, is, there, is there anything for the general public to see or is this all, um, so because it was all online this year, there is a certain amount of, uh, prepare, uh, prepare, I can't even say the word, uh, ownership that, uh, PASIC has to their product. Yeah. And you, and if you, if you signed up for it, which you can still sign up for it and watch it, if you want to, you can still register and go online and watch it. You can watch it till the 31st of December. So after, yeah. after the year closes, they'll probably release like a little bit of clips here and there on YouTube. And if they do, I'll track them down and we can maybe share them with the people or whatever. Cause there's actually some really great stuff out there. Excellent. Yeah. Excuse love me, to see really it really great drummers. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I know a lot of people, you know, especially uh, ECH fans would be, be interested in just, you know, in, in, in that separate, you know, little piece the side. Yeah. yeah. And hope, and, and, you know, we were talking about it and we, we had several meetings before and during with different, you know, either the, we had a committee chairs meeting 
before I had my drum set committee meeting before. And then we had a couple like happy hours, like online, like we're doing here. Yeah. And uh, the executive director, Joshua, my good buddy, he was basically saying that, you know, with a change in the government, with the vaccine coming out, there's a really good chance that we'll actually be able to meet in person uh, next year, which will be great. I mean, people love the online platform. They think, I think it worked out well. Um, we get, we just get more people live and we do it live. More people show up. Yeah. I think we had maybe close to 3000 people online watching this thing, which is nice for us. It's not, it's not huge, but it's, but it's also, that's a good number. That's more than we were expecting. Yeah. Um, and also we talked about including, um, an online component with your registration next year. So if you end up, so if, so, so let's just say it ends up happening in person next year, we actually physically go to Indianapolis to go to the convention there'll be like a bonus like online thing as well. And we're not quite sure what that's going to be. Uh, and then after PASIC is over, if you want to buy this online component, like if you didn't go, you could, you could spend, you know, if you were just a, a regular schmo that wanted to just check it out, you could spend money to, because it seems like it was a really interesting way. Plus, you know, you end up getting people from um, parts of America that would never ever go to it because they couldn't afford it. Because it, you know, it costs money to travel. It costs money for a hotel. It costs money for registration. So you could drop a lot of money on this thing, yeah. if it was happening in person. But here is a component where it maybe costs you 150 bucks for the weekend, and you get to rewatch it for almost a month and a half. And um, and so so we're drawing in people from not only America but also all over the world. That you know, obviously, international travel is crazy expensive. Even if we can do it, can't do it yeah. right now. But even if we could do it. So it's a way to kind of like draw more people that would want to go to, uh, to actually show up. You know, so I remember being a kid and reading Modern Drummer and seeing this PASIC thing. They have a PASIC review, like come like the January issue or whatever. And I'd be like, what is this thing all about? And now I finally get to go and be part of it. And it's really, truly really a lot of fun. It's like, you know, you get 6,500 drummers hanging out, talking shop and partying like rock stars and, and hanging out and just having a good old time. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, so thank you for asking. It was very, very, I mean, I can't, I, I've said it a thousand times already. I'll say it a thousand one times. Can't thank the percussive art society staff for just a killer, killer job. I actually, I actually um, emailed one of the girls and said, will you go and pick up um, some champagne for you guys to have on Saturday and bill me for it? Because I just want to say thank you guys for doing such a great job and, and they drank all of it. So it was a good sign. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. So did you learn anything about Neil Peart in that roundtable? So, yeah, so, so, so we had a roundtable discussion that I, I was the host of for, for Neil Peart. We had Rob Wallace and Joe Bergamini, who are two guys from a company called Hudson Music that put out videos and drum books and stuff like that. And they had been working with Neil for a long, long time. Uh, Chris Stanky from Sabian Symbols, symbols that I play, a good buddy of mine. Uh, he's the artist guy, so he was the one that was basically crucial – for having Neil leave Zildjian uh, and create a, uh, his own line of symbols. Cause Neil has his own line of symbols that Samian called Paragon. And then Mike Portnoy, who is a drummer for dream theater and, and, uh, and uh, winery dog, you know, we all know who Mike Portnoy is. That, that guy who's a huge, obviously a huge uh, Neil fan. And so I was basically just the kind of the moderator and just ask the questions. And, and, and so to answer Chad's question, um, uh, I, I learned a little bit about like what kind of person he was. Um, Cause this, this all like after he died, this all kind of came out. 
we all knew that he was a private person. We all knew that he kind of kept himself, but to what extent he kept himself was pretty, pretty amazing. Like the fact that if the weather was good, he would ride his motorcycle from gig to gig. So that's, that's just who he was. He didn't want to get in the van or the bus or whatever with, with, with Getty and Alex. And he would just get on the motorcycle and leave first thing in the morning and show up at soundcheck and, and, and do his thing. Or the fact that he had stalkers, you know, Chris talked about, um, they would keep track of, I guess he actually had his own, he had, you know, Neil had his own drum tech, obviously, but he also had his own security guy. And the security guy would go online and follow Neil's stalkers and let them know and find out where they were. And if they were like, say they were playing like in, uh, in, uh, I don't know, let's just say Milwaukee. And he knew he had a couple of like super fans there. They would actually email the fans, give them tickets and send them out drumsticks and t-shirts before the show, just so they could keep eyes on them to know exactly where they were. They're in row 17 seats, a and B kind of a thing, you know, that, that like to that, to that level of, you know, of security for someone like that. You know, the, the great story was um, the funny story was Chris and him were Chris and Neil would ride motorcycles because Neil lived out in California. He lived out in, I think Santa Monica. And they would ride motorcycles on their day. Hey, let's go riding. Okay, so they go riding and they went to some little town and um, they're standing in line at this restaurant because it's the only restaurant in town. It's a good one. And uh, they're just kind of standing there waiting to turn. And the guy turns around and all of a sudden he realizes who's standing behind him. And he's like, you're, you're, you're Neil Peart. And Neil looked at him and said, not today, I'm not. And walked out of the restaurant and waited outside until their table was ready because he was like, I'm not fucking dealing with, with this guy. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you, you know, you just think, you know, like, I mean, it's true, but, you know, there are certain fans of people that, Blaggers fans, of course, that we have to watch out for and because they're always, they're not throwing their underwear on stage or going to the store to buy underwear to throw underwear on the stage. The tag's still on it, and tag's can cut your eye or something like that. You know, it's just challenging, you know? So well, that's, that's a long, be careful long out a there. nice view. I like it. You've got to be careful out there. Yeah, I, I actually send Def Leppard stuff so I know exactly where they are so I'm never in the same town as them. It's a, it's a similar, you know. We just Enjoy keep... Boise. Love, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go Fair to fucking Coon. So the one thing that was cool too is I think that we were the, we were the ones that like some other online stuff was saying, oh, we're going to do a tribute to Neil Peart. But we actually had people that knew him I mean, intimately, and yeah. for someone who was super private like him to know him, to be invited to his house, to meet his daughter and his wife was, was you know, that was having those kind of folks was really, really special. Yeah. And, and to have that, to have that intimate knowledge of, you know, what was he like when he wasn't, he loved to play. He loved to go to, um, he would go to his daughter's school. I think she was like eight or nine. He'd go to the school, he'd read to her class and then he'd go and he would go to the library and put away books as a volunteer, just because yeah. it's what he wanted to do. I mean, that's like, you know, how crazy is that? It's really cool. It's cool. It's awesome. You know, yeah. it was just like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm the I'm, I'm one of the greatest drums in the world. I'm going to put these, you know, books away and help out my kid's school. That's just like, you know, really nice. Well, if we had more people like that, we wouldn't be sitting at fucking home. More people thinking about other people we'd have. You and know? There it is. Exactly. Yeah. That's a, that's, I mean, and, and, and again, it's great to, you know, I, I, I can't say I was ever a fan, but, but like I'm saying about all these other players, I'm no, no doubt how wonderful, you know, how, you know, you know, what an impact they, they, they left 
on, on the music world, it doesn't have to be your, your taste. You don't have to like all that stuff, you know? Yeah. But well, my buddy, my buddy, Bruce, who uh, used to work for Remo, uh, he got let go, of course, because of the stupid COVID thing. He told a story about auditioning for some band out in California and Eddie was going to be uh, the producer of this. So he actually got a chance to meet Eddie Van Halen. And he, and he said, Eddie, uh, he's like, I was the last guy to audition and I was taking some stuff out of my car and Eddie was out smoking a cigarette. And he said, Hey, have you done many, of the, many of these auditions? And Bruce said, no, not really. And Eddie walked up to him and put his hand on his shoulder and said, Hey man, just be yourself. Go in there. Don't try to be somebody you think we're looking for. Just go in there and just, just play, be you. And he, and he thought that was the greatest uh, advice he's ever gotten, but also just like Eddie, just being like a guy, just like, Hey man, don't worry about it. You, you got this. It's going to be cool. He didn't, yeah. get, he didn't get the audition, but to have, you know, someone like that at that level, just be like, just go in there and be yourself and you're going to be great. Well, somebody like that is not going to steer you wrong uh, for, for many different reasons. But if you watch any of his interviews, Eddie's not comfortable and it never was comfortable behind a microphone in a room. Uh, and he said it himself. He's, I've, I've heard him say now and, and God knows how many of the videos I've watched, but he's, you know, he said, I, you know, I speak, I speak through music. I don't, you know, I don't do. And so if, if he says, if he takes the time to, to tell you that it's, it's a real, it's, it, it's real advice. And that comes from the heart. And, and, and I would, anybody that's interested in any of the, any of the, the, the videos, any of the, if, you know, just you really want to take a step back into the private world of, of Van Halen. David Lee Roth did an amazing, uh, I think it was a two or three camera shoot. It's just, Alex and Eddie sitting on two stools and Dave on the other. And they just started from the beginning and it's a 10 part, maybe, you know, each, you know, it's one wonderful, just black and white. And, uh, uh, it's, they go through Van Halen, you know, not with a fine tooth comb, but enough to, to really take a step back in and see from a whole new angle, how this, you know, and again, you have to be a David E. Ross fan because he, he's, he's so, boisterous and funny and you know but you have to you, you have to appreciate his yeah where he comes from to be able to to, to, to follow along because it, it is a ride it's a, mm. it's a fast ride and it's a it's an enjoyable informative ride is that on uh is that on youtube yeah can you send the can you forward the link to me or post it or whatever and yeah not right now but I, 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 oh, at your leisure i would yeah. gladly, well, gladly i appreciate that I mean, I could use the internet. I mean, this really? thing, this thing I have. Why would you? I could look at, I guess I could, I, I'll just look it up. You know what? I'll just look it up. I'll find it. If I get lost, I'll reach out. Siri, would you send Eric a, a bunch of flowers and some, some champagne? Say, Welcome to the internet. Thank you. I don't know why I keep talking into that. Or you could, or you could post it. You could post it on here too for yeah, the other will. people. Absolutely. The, inter- the internet to lead challenged yeah no it is it, it, it's superb and and that will be the last time you'll see me talking to the bird pop tar amen all right yeah it's, um, that, that that footage is particularly cool but just if you know how much the the three of them uh hadn't really gotten along you know the, in the best way throughout the decades but but to sit see them just sharing how much how much they actually went through together like from from essentially day one uh, as kids and going through everything that bands go through together. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, and, and, and it's a lesson too. 
in that uh, you, you, you know, if, if you if you follow Van Halen to you know to to to, to the nineteen eighty four record, and again, if you just if you just listening to the music, you know that there's just something magical happening. However, you're not going to guess that there's turmoil. But when Dave left and formed his own thing, you know, he he's you know this is a guy that goes out and, and you know you know he he wants to be a paramedic, so he just jumps into the scene in New York city. You know I mean? He wants to, he wants to, uh, he wants to go on a hike and he just takes off and he just gets lot, no map, no nothing. And just takes off into, you know, the, the Amazon, whatever he'll just do what he's got. So this guy's going to be 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And you can tell when he talks, there's no, no punctuation. It's, it's a, you know, it's, it's somebody just on, on, you know, I'm doing a fire hydrant, letting it roar because he's, he's, he's just not going to stop. So, you know, f- following their, following their career musically, you're not going to see it. But then when you just get a chance to just take a glimpse behind the scenes and see that stuff, it's just, and even if you're not a fan, it's just, it's, it's wonderful to see because it's a, it's, it, it's, it's that passion. That's just a blaze. That's, uh, it's, it, you know, it, it, it's unmatched in a lot of in a lot of music and a lot of performers and a lot of art. I think. What's the what's on tap for today, kids? It's Monday. What are we? What are we recording this? What's on tap for today? What's the plan? I've got music. To do. You got music to do. Mm-hmm. Now I have to edit the show for tomorrow. I'm hang a shelf. I'm huh? changing my snare drum head. What shelf? Where? Going to put a shelf up in the laundry room. Actually, uh-huh. right there. Thanksgiving. What are the plans? Staying home. Staying home. Yeah, I mean, my, my mom and I were planning to to meet on the porch, stuff, but uh, I think we may just try to play it safe, which is going to be a drag. But after after having deal, dealing dealing with this with with what turned out to just be a flu the past couple of weeks, I definitely don't want to find out what actual COVID feels like. Wait a minute. COVID. Are you saying it's not a hoax? <laughs> is that what you're saying? Pretty sure it's not a hoax. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's um, it's you know there's there's a, there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of stuff happening there's a lot of rumbling there's a lot of uh, uh, vaccination talk there's a lot of you know I have no idea where it's going I just know that we gotta we gotta get back out we gotta get back out quick yeah and uh, you know people people need to you know we had Cindy on here uh, you know it seems like a year ago now but um, she and her husband rick both and she said it was miserable she worst 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 thing ever and uh the the outlook is not good the outlook is not good i i i have noticed though when i've gone to the shops that the people are now wearing them over their nose which is progress yeah that's yeah that whole thing yeah I went to the DMV to get my license. My license had expired and I finally bit the bullet and decided to go and get a new one because I could not renew online because it expired. It's 10 years old. And of course I, I look different now, 10 years later, apparently that's way my picture taken and half the people there and half the people working behind the counter were uh, nose exposed. And I was like, this is how this, is how this works people. Yeah. yeah. People just fucking stupid. I don't. I think. I think. I think it's a combination of stupidity and uh, they're just bored. They're just over it, you know, because they they all they care about is themselves. Yep, and they're not praying right. 
Yeah, I saw that. I, I just I saw I saw the one clip, and they go, "Yeah, we're just you know we're just taking our our vitamins and prayer praying." I was like, "Well, well, one of them's not working." Yeah, so I remember <laughs> when this shit went down, and they were going. They were talking about having like uh, this is back in around Easter time, and CNN was interviewing somebody. The guy was wearing a mask, of course. And he's like, "Aren't you worried about going to church?" She's like, "No, I've been I've been washed in the blood. I've been washed in the blood. I'm gonna be just fine." I wonder, I wonder what that lady's up to these days. I don't know. I haven't heard a word about her, but I want. To now you're talking. That's a, that's the album. Mm-hmm. I have some uh, some album uh, artwork ideas that I have that are being worked on as we speak. But we need a we need a name for the record. If anybody out there wants to, if anybody out there wants to uh, throw some ideas down, washed in the blood. Come on, it's right in front of us. I just washed in the blood. Washed in the blood. Okay. <laughs> oh, Chad pulling the plug. Let it fly. Ninety-four out the door. So we have a gig Friday at the baked potato. Yeah. Or what's it called? The new potato. New potato. Downtown, apparently. Yeah. Great view of great view of the city. Oh, well, that'd be fun. I think. Yeah, should right. be. Uh, uh, Chad, will you see if Eric? Or Eric, will you see if Jeff can can do it? I'm playing Friday. Yeah. yeah. We'll switch it. Possibly live stream. What's the start time? That's yeah. why I'll, I'll check on that. I, I, I don't know. It's kind of up to us. Okay. If Jeff can do it, then we'll just we'll just do a two you know a two center. Is this gig outdoors? Uh, yes. Okay. You're dog friendly. Ooh. That's all I got. But yeah, they do have a nice view. Look at that. All right, it should be fun. All right, I'll I'll, I'll check on the time. Uh, Chad, you check with Jeff. We do. So everybody, yep. uh, uh, yes, yeah, you know, blackguards.com for the for the latest, and um, we, we we do have uh, you know a bunch of stuff on our on on our page on our. We got some coffee mugs coming in. Ooh. Uh, uh, hopefully, the next time we'll be back in a room sparring uh, with uh, new coffee mugs, and um, you know, and, and 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 hopefully some good news on what's what's about to happen in the very near future, but. Again, thanks for listening, and uh, you know, join us. We're gonna live stream on Friday, and it's gonna be really fun because guaranteed nobody's practiced. <laughs> so it's gonna be fun. It's always fun. Yeah, it'll be energetic. That it will be. Yeah, that it will be. Bye, folks. Cool. Wear a mask. Be safe. Be a dick. Exactly. <laughs>